You are listening to For the Love of Autism podcast. Today I'll be talking about the case of 8-year-old Thomas Valva. Viewer discretion is advised. Thomas Valva was just 8 years old when he froze to death after being hosed down and forced to sleep in his garage of his Long Island home in the middle of winter. Now the boy's father, 43-year-old former NYPD officer Michael Valva, may spend the rest of his life behind bars after a judge in New York sentenced him to 25 years to life in prison. A Suffolk County jury last month convicted Valva of one count of second-degree murder and four counts of endangering the welfare of a child after prosecutors argued that he knowingly forced Thomas and his 10-year-old brother to sleep on a concrete floor in the unheated garage of their home despite temperatures dropping to under 20 degrees Fahrenheit. The boys had been hosed down with freezing water before being locked in the garage because they soiled the bed. Thomas was autistic. He was ultimately pronounced dead at Long Island Community Hospital on January 20th, 2020 after going into cardiac arrest brought on by hypothermia. His body temperature was reportedly 76 degrees when he arrived at the medical facility. A teary-eyed Valva said, I quote, He loved Thomas with all his heart and apologized for his actions during his sentencing hearing. I'm truly sorry. I am ashamed. I am heartbroken and grief-stricken. Standing before you, contributing to the death of my son Thomas, I love Thomas with all my heart, end quote, said Valva. I quote, my actions were neglectful and abusive to my boys, resulting in tragic death of Thomas. I lost focus on how to be a good father. I was so wrong and it cost Thomas his life, end quote. At the time of the murder, Valva had custody of his three sons, age 6, 8, and 10. Valva's former fiance, Angela Polina, had three daughters, six and twin 11-year-old girls. Prosecutors said that Thomas and his brother had been locked in the garage without heat for approximately 16 hours before Thomas succumbed to the brutal conditions. The children, both of whom were on the autism spectrum, were reportedly seen sent to the garage as punishment for accidentally urinating and defecating inside the house. Prosecutors also reported presented evidence shown that Valva and Paulina had been physically, verbally, and emotionally abusive towards the two boys for months prior to Thomas's death. Quote, I will beat them until they bleed, end quote. The defendant texted Paulina about disciplining the boys. According to a report with the New York Daily News, quote, it is the only thing that works, end quote. Prosecutors also alleged that the boys were intentionally starved and were observed literally eating crumbs off the floor at school. The presiding judge said Thomas and his brother, quote, lived their young lives under constant duress in a place where they should have felt safest, their home, end quote. Quote, we can never let this happen again, end quote, the judge said. Valva's conviction came after juries deliberated for seven hours following a five-week trial. Quote, this case is heartbreaking and it has been one of the toughest child abuse trials of our prosecutors, court personnel, and jurors, Suffolk County DA. Ray Turney said in a statement after Valva's November 6th conviction, quote, no child should ever have to endure such evil acts, end quote. Valva initially tried to pass off his son's death as an accident. He told investigators that Thomas fell 
while he was trying to catch up with the school bus, but police didn't buy his story. The eight-year-old's head and facial injuries were inconsistent with the defendant's version of events, authorities said. Quote, while there is nothing that we can do to bring Thomas back, we are satisfied with the jury's decision, end quote. The attorney said, quote, Michael Velva subjected his sons to horrific abuse, neglect, and cruelty. He will now pay for cutting short the life of a young, innocent, defenseless boy who had a lifetime ahead of him, end quote. Angela Paulina, 45, also charged with one count each of second-degree murder and child endangerment in Thomas's death. She has pleaded not guilty and has been held without bond since her initial arrest. A date for her trial has not been set. All information about this case is courtesy of lawandcrime.com. Case number two, Alex Sportacus. Alex Sportacus was a 14-year-old autistic boy living in River Grove, Illinois. He was murdered by his mother and godmother in June of 2013. After trying and failing to poison him with an overdose of medication, they stabbed him in the chest repeatedly before slitting his wrists. This murder was premeditated and motivated entirely by Alex's disability. On Thursday, December 8, 2013, the prosecutor assigned to the case agreed to a plea deal that would let the two women plead guilty to involuntary manslaughter. They were sentenced to only four years in prison. On December 14, 2016, Alex's mother and godmother were released from prison after only serving three and a half years. Alex was a teenage boy violently killed by those who should have protected and cared for him. This sentence is an insult to Alex's memory and sets a dangerous precedent for future criminal cases. If you want to learn more about this case, there's a movie called Who Killed Alex Portalakis on HBO Max. In Brownsville, Texas, an aunt and her common-law husband have been arrested on charges of murder after a teen with autism was found dead in Brownsville. At about 4 a.m. Monday, October 17, 2022, Brownsville police responded to the 300 block of Center Drive regarding the unresponsive team. According to Sergeant Billy Kilbrew, public information officer for the Brownsville Police Department, officers found a 15-year-old boy with autism who was dead upon their arrival. The Criminal Investigators Unit is currently awaiting an autopsy report to determine the cause of death. Quote, however, based on the criminal scene, there was foul play involved, end quote, Kilbur stated. The victim's aunt, Julie Brewington, 27, and her common-law husband, Noe Garza, 25, who had custody of the teenager at the time of his death, were both arrested and charged with murder. Brewington and Garza have a bond of $5 million each. The mother of Noe Garza was charged with failure to report a felony. Case number three. 